Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Hey, welcome to Love Your Work Life, episode 92. This week is the third installment of my series, Principles to Work By, and today I want to talk to you about Wabi Sabi. This is probably my favorite of the the three principles so far because I think I just naturally gravitate to to wabi sabi. And so when once I get into explaining it, you may find that you already have attracted or integrated some of these principles into your life. And if you haven't, doing this is going to be so helpful to how you approach your career, your life, all of the things, okay? So wabi sabi is the concept of beauty in imperfection, of beauty in the impermanent aspects of life. And the way I've seen this show up for me has been that I've always liked dried flowers. Isn't that weird? Like for me, sometimes they're even more beautiful than they were live. And that's part of Wabi Sabi. It's seeing that there is a beauty in all aspects, that things don't have to be perfect to have an inherent value and quality about them. Now, isn't that just awesome that we as humans could apply that to ourselves? But before we get started on the idea of beauty in the imperfect and in the um, transient and the things that are coming and going all the time, let's talk about the opposite that plagues so many of us, and that is perfectionism. Perfectionism is actually the exact opposite of wabi-sabi. And it's important to address this in ourselves because perfectionism kills. It really does. It robs you of the opportunities that you have in front of you. Because if you are challenged by perfectionism like I have been, then what you oftentimes do is you don't pursue things or you give up too quickly because it's not perfect. And this just takes away so many opportunities for you to really value and appreciate the process as well as have some really good accomplishments. Um, Really get things done the way you want to. Really influence your life in a way that you wouldn't any other way. A couple of notes that I took. Perfectionism is a lie your brain tells you and oftentimes it's a symptom of fear of failure, a symptom of fear of rejection. Procrastination is often something that accompanies perfectionism because if you can't do it perfectly, then you're constantly putting it off. Maybe you are 
getting all your ducks in a row or doing the things that your brain is telling you are required in order to achieve the perfect result that you're after, but you don't have to be perfect. Sticking to what you know instead of pushing yourself and giving yourself stretch goals could also be something associated with perfectionism. If you are constantly doing things that you already are good at, that you can already achieve some element of perfection, then the danger of that is that you're not stretching, you're not expanding, you're not creating in the way that we're really wired to do as as human beings. Another thing is control and this idea that you have to be correct, that being wrong is a dangerous thing. And maybe you have some things in your past, maybe you have upbringing or other areas where being wrong had some really um, negative consequences for you. I totally understand that. And that's why this idea of wabi-sabi and bringing it into your life and your work is so important. This wanting to be correct all the time and wanting to have control over everything is not humanly possible. And all it does is hold you back. All it does is create more cognitive dissonance because the things that you want seem unachievable because you can't control or you have this idea that you might try something and it doesn't work, which means you're wrong. And you know what? All it means is it didn't work. And that's totally fine. Things that don't work, failures, rejections are just information. It's not a reflection on you. It's not a judgment on you. And so I want you to start thinking of these things differently and wabi-sabi is going to help. One of the things that really gave me an aha moment when it came to perfectionism is when I read the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. One of the things she brought up, one of the exercises in the book was, what would you try to do if you knew you didn't have to do it perfectly? Perfect is off the table. What could you give yourself permission to try? What now new found freedom do you possibly have? Because you can try something and it doesn't have to be perfect. That was so enlightening to me. That was such a great opportunity to try new things, to explore and to experiment. And when it comes to your work life, you've heard me say this before. The things that you're drawn to, the things that you're attracted to, oftentimes are clues that it's an innate strength, that maybe it's not a fully developed strength, but it's something that would come so natural to you that developing it would probably be at an accelerated pace and it would certainly give you a lot of joy and happiness. But if you, at the outset, think it has to be perfect, and that you have to control every outcome about that thing, then you won't even try. So I suggest that by giving yourself permission to try these new things, even the idea that it's something you try 
and then decide to let go. So wabi-sabi. It can be impermanent. It can be an exploration. It can be something that moves in and out of your life. Scenery that's coming and going and that in and of itself is a beautiful thing. Whatever you do, whether it's perfect or not, whether you stick with it in the sense of, hey, this is something I want to continue to develop, or you tried it, but this isn't for me. It's okay because you have gained some value out of that experience. That is the essence of wabi-sabi. So good. Here's another couple of thoughts for you. If it's never good enough and you never try it, then that little thing that's nagging at you, that's calling to you, is always going to be out there somewhere. I don't want you having a whole bunch of out there somewhere things. It's like being on a treadmill. They might be good for exercise, but a treadmill in your career, in your work life is not good because you're putting in all the work, you're putting in all of the energy, but you're never achieving because perfectionism stopped you from doing it. The, the last thing I wanna say about perfectionism is its connection to imposter syndrome. I heard a definition of imposter syndrome a while back and the relationship to perfectionism just stood out so clearly to me and that is perfectionism blinds us to our accomplishments and prevents us from internalizing and accepting our success if you could allow yourself for success to equal excellence instead of perfectionism then you would be accepting more of your accomplishments. You would be giving yourself credit for more of what you've achieved and the impact you've had. You would have less imposter syndrome. And certainly when it does come up, like it does for a lot of us, you would have an answer to it because you would have things that you have achieved based on excellence and mastery and the things that you want to pursue and give yourself credit for whatever level of success you achieved in that pursuit. So think of wabi-sabi as a way to combat imposter syndrome as well. Now, how do we start moving? What are some practical things you can do to start moving from perfectionism to wabi-sabi? This idea that the imperfect is beautiful that the things that come and go from our career can and work life can be appreciated at a deep level well first of all i suggest you start by looking for the beauty and the imperfect in the things around you what are the things that give you joy no matter how beat up, worn out, or anything. Like you hold on to it. You never throw it away. No matter how rough and tumble 
that item has gotten. It's because it gives you a little bit of joy and it's because somewhere in there you are seeing the beauty in the item itself, no matter what has happened to it. We all have these things, right? My husband teases me all the time because I have a cedar chest full of things from my childhood, full of things from across the years. And I recently opened it and looked at those things again, one by one. And that old beat up stuffed animal and its imperfections had beauty. Beauty because of the journey. Beauty because it belonged to me. Start looking for the beauty and the imperfections in the things you already hold dear that you know you're never going to let go of. That'll start to open your eyes to this concept of wabi-sabi and that it doesn't have to be perfect. The journey, the trying, all of that has value in it. The next thing I suggest you do is be intentional about accepting the imperfect qualities and quirks in the people around you. Who are the people in your life that those little imperfections actually are character qualities that you love most about them? You know that they wouldn't be who they are without that little imperfection, without that quirk. When you start appreciating the value, the beauty, the inherent worth in the people around you, imperfections and all, it'll start to be easier to appreciate those things about yourself. It's actually a very powerful thing because when you are being very judgmental of other people, the reality is, is you're actually being very judgmental on yourself and it's just happens to be reflected in your thoughts about other people. So when you start flipping that script and you start appreciating people, you will find it easier to be kinder and more gracious to yourself, to have your own back, just like you have the back of the people you love, imperfections and all. The final thing is to appreciate and celebrate the value in the journey, in the scars. Appreciating the value in the scars is actually another Japanese concept, kintsugi. And this is a form, uh, an art form really, where broken ceramics are put back together and the cracks are filled with gold. Isn't that so cool? And so they look actually quite beautiful simply because of the way the pieces were put back together. It's highlighting the cracks, not hiding them. It stems from wabi-sabi and it stems from looking for the beauty in the broken, looking for the beauty in the scars. How many stories do we see all around the world and society of people who've gone through extreme tragedy, but out of that, 
they have found a life purpose. Out of that, they have started giving. They've started a foundation. They started things to help other people who've experienced similar tragedies. This is beauty in the scars. I see the images of these repaired items and the cracks are filled with gold. I also always think of a lyric by you too. I'm not broke, but you can see the cracks. Listen, those scars, it's not gonna break you. Those scars make you. They're part of the beautiful, amazing person you are. And no matter what is going on in your regular life or your work life, when you start implementing the principles of wabi-sabi and seeing that there is beauty in every single piece of you, you will learn to celebrate. You'll learn to at least look for the value in all of the things you're going through. And eventually you'll celebrate it. Because if you're like me, and you look back at some of the most painful times in your career, you know that if nothing else, it developed resilience and resourcefulness and a deep abiding appreciation for what you bring to the table and the value you can add in your next thing. Perfect career? No, no, me either. But when you make wabi-sabi, a principle to work by, you will realize that there is beauty that you never would have experienced had you not gone through those imperfect moments and situations. All right, my friends, until next time. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.